All right, welcome back to the Practical Scouter. Greg here with Jeff and Jay. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? H- hello. Hello. And we have a special guest with us this evening. We have uh, our Council Advancement Chair, Chet. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be here. It's good. I I had recommended that we bring Chet into the conversation because every once in a while it's important to have facts and uh, we, we tend to speculate a lot. So maybe having an expert on uh, would would help ground us a little bit, but we'll see how far off track we go. <laughs> uh, you know what? Speculation implies some level of thought. I just guess. I just make stuff up as I go. I have yet to see us uh, on CNN as a fact check. You know, they're, they're not really taking us to that level of of specificity yet, which is good, which is very good. I think. Yeah. Well, fortunately, my parole officer doesn't doesn't listen to this, so uh, he, he won't know if we're telling wow. stories or not. <laughs> oh my goodness! See, last last week, or you were talking about how you were signing off bogus merit badges, and now you're on parole. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> wow. Jay, poster poster boy for BSA Integrity Adult Leadership here, man. I tell you what. I, I'm glad I was not on the bogus merit badge discussion. <laughs> yes, you would lose your license to be an advancement chair. <laughs> hey, you might have been part of that stuff. You guys had need to have a side conversation, Thanks, Chet. <laughs> Jay, Jay, since this isn't a uh, BSA-sponsored uh, podcast, we get a little loose with our... Uh, uh, our integrity here it sounds like yeah. i mean by we i mean jay you know um let me let me throw a question out um and probably to all of us so the chat you're probably more tight in <clears throat> we've got a couple hundred girls in our council um that are in scouts bsa program and i was trying to get a handle on the number that are currently working on um eagle projects and at the time of this podcast we're in early october so this is probably the earliest that any girls could be um, completed um, Eagle. And I don't think we have any yet, but you have any feel for <clears throat> what the count is for girls that have pro- progressed pretty well along on that path? Um, one of the problems I have at, at, as the chair is the extensions that are uh, were given for the, the young women were done at the uh, unit level. The, the unit leader would go into the system and give the girl an extension. And um, sometimes someone lets me know, other times I don't know. Um, in the district that I'm in, I so far I've only seen one female eagle and a proposal, which I, you know, we approved. And I heard. <laughs> The other day when I was working with the Weeblos that she completed her project. So I'm doing a write-up. So we'll probably end up doing her Eagle Border Review within the next two to three weeks. Um, I haven't heard from the other districts yet if they have seen any uh, uh, young women that have finished. Uh, this young woman that's in my district, she's actually has the gold award from the Girl Scouts. Wow. So she's going to have both the gold and the eagle. But that's, the golden, that was her goal. Yeah, the golden and, uh, eagle. The, the, yeah. the, that's cool. Yeah. But the, as of October 1st, that's when we could, the inaugural class can start having their uh, boards of review. 
And uh, so hopefully we'll start seeing some in our council because uh, I know there have been extensions, but I just don't know uh, where they are as far as the final requirement. When is it actually, in, in, and forgive my ignorance here, um, me and, and those in Rio, Linda, the Board of Review, when is the Eagle actually awarded? When is that stamped? Any boys, well, girls, whatever. Let, let's just talk about the normal uh, process. Um, when you have a, an Eagle Board Review, let's say it's tonight. Uh, when you finish the Board Review, and everybody agrees this person should be an Eagle Scout, today's date will be on their certificate. This is the date they'll be an Eagle. It doesn't make a difference when they have their court of honor or anything like that. The date of the Board of Review, that's the date for Eagle. However, with the inaugural class for the uh, young women, um, National didn't want to have the first Eagle, female Eagle, making the headlines, jumping up and down. Um, so even though, let's say, a young woman has her Eagle Board Review today, the date of her Eagle on her certificate will be uh, February 8th, okay, February 8th. February, February 8th of 2021, that's the... 2021. The, however many in the country. Right. So what so you just mentioned, but what you've just mentioned has been happening. There's, there's, they're all over the news. There are Facebook posts and newspapers and local newspapers. Well, First yeah. Eagle, this and that. So what's that I, all about? I, read, I was telling Jay, I read about two in, I think it was Kansas, and they're all over the place. But remember, uh, uh, one thing that BSA is allowing is let's say a young woman has an Eagle Board of Review and she passes, even though... Uh, she has not received her credentials or anything yet. She can now contact, let's say, schools, or maybe she's applying for scholarship. Uh, uh, so she's she's able to use state to an employer or to a school or some other uh, organization that she has successfully completed her Eagle Board review. I see. And, okay. And what what's happening is that. Uh, Across the country, all the the female eagles, like for October, they'll be processed sometime this month, and then sent. When the when the young woman gets it, she'll have her uh, credentials, but it'll say February eighth. But she can still have a court of honor today, or let's say two weeks from now, three weeks from now, she can still have her her court of honor. Uh, they will. They are allowing that. Interesting. Mm, I, I, I just took a look at the council uh, Eagle Extension report. There's only five youth uh, that had requested and received extensions. And, of course, the extension only applies or matters if someone's turned 18. Um, and they would get you know, total of two years to work on their project. We still have a, a lot of um, girls that are well under the age of 18 working on the project. To my knowledge, in our district, there's five or so girls working on projects, uh, mainly in the one large troop um, in the district. Um, so that's probably progressing far along in my town. I think there's one girl who's thinking about a project. She's only 16. That's not an issue. Um, and Scoutmaster's not pushing her in particular, which is good. 
Uh, What's interesting, I haven't seen that yet, but if a young man joined scouting back on February 1st, 2019, let's say he was 16 or 17, he falls under the same, uh, we'll call it rules or policies as, as the, as the, uh, as the young women. So he could still get equal too. For what, they get an extension? Because they extended it to what? 21 or something? What did they do? There was February 8th, February 8th, 21. But it has to be a life scout. He's got to have everything done before they get the extension. Right, but, but anyone who joined scouting for the first time <clears throat> um, and then turned 18 was granted an extension, the extension. Yeah, for, yes. uh, in, in effect, two years from uh, when they would have joined or when they did join. Right. Yeah. Yep. And it looks like, again, there's only five... I didn't see any males in here. I think it's all females. Uh, f- three in our district. I don't think we had any males join. No, I didn't. I didn't see any. There was. I, I had heard one troop had mentioned there was one one young man that had joined and was looking for an extension, but there was no follow through on that. So it looks like one in your district had three in ours, and one on the east side of the council. And right now, the extensions we're seeing. Uh, for Eagles, let's just say Eagles is because of the COVID-19. And uh, if, if, if the COVID-19 prevented them from, say, doing their Eagle project or finalizing like, the Camp and Merit Badge, uh, they're given a three-month extension uh, and without going to national for approval for the extension. So, Chet, question for you. Uh, the what's an what's an appeal what's an appeals process look like? Because one of the things that we talked about previously were scouts that the the scoutmaster uh, just didn't want to sign off on their uh, their paperwork for whatever reason. Scoutmaster doesn't support, and I learned that scoutmaster doesn't have to support. It can go forward without the scoutmaster's support. It's unusual. Uh, it's a it's a yellow flag, red flag for whatever reason. And what does that sort of appeals process look like? And how far does it go? District, council, national. Have you ever been involved in any of those? Yeah. And um, how, how, how does that work? Well, let's just say uh, a young a, a, a scout uh, submits this paperwork. He sits down, has a scoutmaster conference with the scoutmaster, and he's told, "We're not going to sign your eagle application because, whatever reason, you know, you did a lousy job at this, or you didn't do enough outings, or whatever the reason may be." Um, and sometimes the uh, committee chair won't sign the eagle application. In that case, uh, the the boy can still have, or the boy or girl can still have their Eagle Board of Review. And it's called a disputed board. And like me with as chairman of, of a district, I would organize a a board. Normally uh, when the normally when we have a uh, a regular board, it, I, there's two members from the district and a couple of members from the these troop committee primarily. Okay. And they usually four to five people on the board. Um, and the scout, when he shows up, 
he'll know the people from his troop that are on the committee. committee. When we have a disputed board, I, with, I select people that are not unrelated or unattached to that, that troop. And when I do it, I take, uh, I try to get one from council and two from uh, uh, other troop or a district uh, and within the district. When the, when the scout shows up, he, he, he won't know anybody. And uh, before the board, the scoutmaster or the committee chair, whoever did not sign the application must provide a written statement as to why they did not sign the application. And um, that's part of the board. And we discuss it with the scout. Um, they're very emotional, especially for the family. Um, they, with, know, with of, the, the disputed boards are? Yeah, uh, because the, the parents are upset. Uh, they're not understanding that why wasn't my son told this when he was part of the troop? And, you know, you know, why do you wait till the last minute? Or, you know, there's a lot of, uh, we get, we get, uh, we'll get letters from, from the parents as well, uh, telling us why they think their son did everything or whatever. And are the parents uh, in the room during that? No, no, the parents are not in the room. And, and that uh, that letter from the the scoutmaster or the committee chair is that sh is that verbatim shared with the scout or is it really just for the board to review and 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 to help them frame their questions? No, we read it uh, along with all the references that the boy has, and we will discuss the issue that the scoutmaster or committee chair had with the scout. And uh, I've done, I think last year we did one or two disputed board the boy passed both of them okay um and he, he's in their eagle scouts today but uh, uh if we did not pass them and then get back to what jeff mentioned this then the scout can appeal he'll appeal up to the council advancement committee and then a another board is like a similar type board or a hearing is held uh, with the scout and with, with the, another, like a board put together. And the only thing is discussed is the issue or reason the, the, the young man or woman did not pass the board. And then if the committee thinks that he should be an Eagle Scout, they can pass him on at that point. Well, let's just say the, the council committee uh, 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 listened to the appeal and they still feel that the person should not be an Eagle Scout, then it gets appealed up to national. The national makes the final decision. So I have heard anecdotally from more than one person and some from scouting, some scouting professionals. So is that anecdotally or is that, no, I've actually heard this. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Let me get my dictionary uh, out here. Yeah. Okay, I hear hearsay. I heard someone say something. No, do, this is not a legal uh, conversation. Is it? I, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. I have I have heard from many people, um, and including some scouting professionals, that national never uh, overturns an appeal. Or, or I'm, I'm saying that wrong. That. The national has never said no. It always supports the youths. They always support the youth when they when they get there. Do you, do you know if that's actually true, Chet? Have you heard that too? 
Um, I know that the two that I had been part of that went up to national were upheld by national. Okay. But I understand when I was at training at Philmont, uh, one of the instructors says, uh, and you, you may be pretty much right about this, uh, one or two out of a, you know, uh, are, are accepted by the national as agree with the denial, okay? But a lot of times uh, they do, uh, many times they, they just side with the scout. I just recently had an extension where uh, for Eagle, we felt that the scout shouldn't get the extension because he had ample time to get Eagle before the COVID-19. And we felt that the COVID-19 was like a, a gift to him. All of a sudden, he's got three months now to jump in and do it. Okay. And the normal circumstances, he, he never would never would have made it. So I I and the committee recommended a denial. It went up to the council exec, agreed after he read everything and talked to us about it. He agreed. It went to national. The national gave him the extension. Wow. How quick so is it, that process? How 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 quick is that? I'm envisioning this huge bureaucracy and taking forever. Uh, an appeal of uh, like a denial, eagle denial, that takes two or three weeks, but the oh, extension wow. one took less than a week. Wow. So you're saying? So I'm going to make sure I heard you correctly. You said that you two two that you know of were denied at council level. And the, the the denial was upheld at the national level. Yes. Oh, okay. So that alleged professional that told me that thing is completely wrong, and I know who it was, and I'm going to tell him. But that and I'm going to tell him, <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell him, and I'm going to say, you know what, Chet told me this, so I believe Chet. That's, I'm telling That's you. two out of five hundred probably fell in that category. <laughs> So, so it's a, uh, huh. what's, inter what's interesting is that, uh, let's just talk 2019, we had one district, I think they had three denials of Eagle and I don't understand it. Uh, as chair, I was waiting for the parent or the scout to appeal and never got the appeal. So hmm. the, the, the scout accepted the uh, the decision of the Eagle Board that he should not be Eagle. Right? Based on what I read, I think the boy should appeal both times. So, oh. so can we change? Is it appropriate to change the council policy that appeals to the advancement committee are automatic? Mm -hmm. Ooh, good question. The, oh, good question. Interesting. The question. Jay. So, uh, if a district were to deny the eagle rank to a youth, that it's not up to the youth, in my suggestion, it's not up to the youth to appeal. The advancement committee of the council automatically takes up that same case and would review it, whether requested or not. Uh, then it'd be contrary to the GTA, okay. Guide to Advancement. Okay. The Guide to Advancement clearly states if the scout or a parent or guardian disagree with the decision, they can appeal. Okay. It's not automatic. Okay. 
if you want to. But just like it's just like anything else, it needs to be the the scout needs to initiate. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. And I and again, I, 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 you know, if it was me, I, I, I would have a second look. Mm-hmm. So sure, yeah, well, I, maybe we can maybe yeah. we can change that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the uh, one of the disputed boards that I had, uh, uh, I think it was yeah last year, the the reason that the. Uh, Scoutmaster did not sign the Eagle application because he felt that the scout did a lousy job and is a position of responsibility. And that he didn't show up a lot of times. And, and, and what the GTA says, Guide to Advancement says, is if you have a scout, let's say you, you, you make him a scribe. Let's just throw that out. I hate the position because people abuse it, but I shouldn't say I hate the position. I just feel people uh, don't know what a scribe should be doing. And uh, I mean, that'd be a good topic for you as position of responsibilities. But mm. they. Um, hey, you're not. No one said you could leave the podcast. We're going to just keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, so when, when we got the, uh, the his project write up and everything like that, and we have this Eagle application that's not signed. We, we went to the scoutmaster, tell him he has to provide us a statement of why the boy was denied because he's still going to have an Eagle Board review. And that's when we found out that, you know, what I just told you, he did a lousy job, he didn't show up or whatever. And so we looked, and I said he was in the position almost eight months. And you only need six months for a position of responsibility for Eagle. Hmm. And what the GTA says, if the scoutmaster or leaves him in the position for six months, even though he's not doing anything, he's done it. You can't take it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It specifically says you have to hold a position of responsibility, not to excel right. at a position of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. We actually, exactly. we actually, and we actually talked yeah. about that uh, previously. Uh, Jay, I think you specifically said, look, you, you can't, you can't rewind that. They get it. They've checkpoint right in the, it's like in a video game. They made that checkpoint. You can't, yeah. you don't fail back prior to that. So they can do a lousy job. And I think, I don't know who it was, um, Greg or Jay, uh, you, you guys said in a situation like that, I think maybe it's a, it's a leader failure. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the scout was in the position for eight months and they, fine, they did a lousy job. But where were you, Mr. Scoutmaster, Miss Scoutmaster? Where were you helping him, nurturing? Did they grow at all, right? Um, so... Well, that's, you know, an, that, that, that's interesting that, 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 that the, the rule is it's not it's quantity, not quality. Right. And, and also, you know, let, let's say I, when I do the like a university scouting, we did a session on, on, on this. Um, when I talk about positional responsibility to the leaders, I've been saying, let's say you give the boy uh, 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 at this time before girls, but let's say to give the youth a position of uh, uh Quartermaster, just that's an important position for a troop, especially if it's an active outdoor troop. And if the if the youth is not showing up or he's not doing his job, you have to step in, or somebody has to step in and say, "We're removing you from that position." Yeah, okay, we're gonna okay. And sometimes that was the, the scout realizing he wants to become eagle, he needs that position. But let's say he was in it for two months, you take him out of that position. 
one thing to remember, he doesn't lose that two months. He doesn't lose that two months. Now he has to get four months. And so then you talk to the scout, maybe you put him back as a quartermaster. He's learned his lesson. He knows what he's going to do. Um, I mean, it's like anything. Like when I get my first job, it was somebody to check in on me. How are you doing? Oh, Let's sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, what we find at the lead is they, they leave these young people in the position and it's like autopilot, you know, like they know what to do. They don't know what to do. No, no I think uh, we said it before that it's up to the unit leader to make sure that that youth has a mentor and is working with them and is doing everything in their power to help them to succeed. And if the youth is just, you know, failing miserably, not showing up, not doing anything, then you basically say, well, let's find something that you can do. If our goal is to help the youth advance, to let them advance, then putting in a position where they're going to fail for whatever the reason is, eh, we're not doing our job. as leaders, um, and back to your earlier point, I would, I, I I would question whether the district that failed a youth and the youth didn't appeal, you know, are, are we comfortable? Um, and I'm not looking to put you on the spot, but you, you know, or it's a collective view comfortable that the district explained it adequately to that youth and parent to say you have the right to appeal and here's how to do it, and maybe walk them through the process. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Well, we, they, if a boy or girl does not pass the Board of Review, they're told that night they did not pass. Right. They, they're given the reason why they didn't pass. And a letter is a follow-up. Okay. And the letter to the scout exp- informing him of, of the denial of Eagle, but also for the reason. And then a full paragraph of what his or her options are. How to appeal? Who to appeal to? Is that a GTA, you know, BSA form letter type of thing? Uh, no, there's no care- form letter. No. No, but the GTA does state what you, you know, what you should be telling the, the scout. Oh, the con- and, yeah, the contact. And the council advancement chair gets a copy of that denial letter. Um, Maybe. <laughs> the scout parent, the scout master, I guess, you know. So people know. So in the this idea of a, I kind of like these sort of the automatic uh, next level review thing. That's kind of interesting. Uh, but I would imagine that the adults around this scout would know at some level if it was something that should be taken to appeal. And somebody somewhere is whispering in his ear. It's like, you know what? You know, the scoutmaster was, you know, he's, kind of working against you and it's not really fair you really should appeal this or probably get people you know coaching coaching them right i would i would assume you you think so but if this is someone whose whose troop is not supporting them to get eagle in the first place they're they're probably not going to turn around and say we're rejecting your board but by the way here's how you appeal it And just to let you know that we had such a great conversation with Chet that we decided to split it up into two episodes. It just kept on going and it was so valuable. So tune in next week and you'll get to hear part two.